Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay, buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Man, do I got a good one today. I have one of my personal favorites. This man is incredible. He's a former ROH television champion. He's the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions, and he is the baddest of all time. Please welcome Straight Shock Wrestling, Shane Taylor. That's what I'm talking about, man. Y'all starting to get it now with these intros, bro. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, thank you so much for the time. So, I mean, I got a lot of things I want to talk to you about, but the first and foremost thing that I have to talk to you about, and I got to hit it off right off the bat with you, is everybody knows your story. Everybody knows that, you know, where you grew up from Cleveland definitely wasn't easy. There was a lot of struggles over there. And your dad, he was doing some, you know, not so legal things, but he right. wanted something different for you. So mm-hmm. out of all the things that you could have done, you could have been a football star. You could have been anything and everything. What led you to pro wrestling to be different from anything that your dad was doing? Um, Honestly, man, it's. It's what it did for the family, right? So um, sometimes the break that we got, right, we, we got to leave our world for for a bit and watch the pay-per-views. Now, we didn't really have a lot of cast, so what we would do was, like, we all lived within a few blocks of each other, right? So, um, and back then, there was only, like, four big pay-per-views a year, right? Like, they weren't monthly like, like they are now or, like, every two weeks, it seems like. Um, so, like, one house would get, like, one pay-per-view a year, right? And so what we would do is it'd be a big party there. And then for those nights, man, it was just everybody in the house. You knew where everybody was. You weren't worried about, you know, who was going to get robbed, who was going to get jumped. You weren't worried about if, it, if, it, if anybody was going to get killed. You knew everybody was in the house. And you just got to go to this other world for those few hours, man, and it 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 was special and I, and i know i was sitting there going man if this if whatever they're doing can provide this for me, i'm sure it does for everybody watching right now not knowing we're i'm not in the same situation as everybody else you know what i mean but uh but but i said to myself if there's any way that i can do that and have that sort of effect then that's what i want to do and you know what? I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. This world is a world that no matter your differences, no matter your, again, your stature of living, richest man in the world or one of the poorest people in the world. If you have a little, you have a lot, doesn't matter. Wrestling fans are all created equal. And that's what makes this business so just fucking incredible. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that, I mean, I've been a fan since I, I'm pretty sure I came out of my mom with a belt and a beer. But I'm not 100% sure. I've never seen a photo to kind of prove that. But I'm going to say that I came out that way. But, I mean, I met my wife through wrestling. Like, she's a fan just as much as I am. Now both awesome. of my daughters are hooked right into it. And it's a great time 
to show these young women what is going on in wrestling because the women's side of wrestling is just as athletic and incredible as the men's side. And in some promotions, not all promotions, but in some, the women are actually doing 10 times better than the men by far. And I'm not going to be promotions, but. Right, right. But I mean, that's, that's, that's just a flat out truth, you know, and that's, that's one of the great things about, and what drew me to Ring of Honor, right, is the ability for their performers and their stars to be different than the, the corporate image, to be different than what the mainstream says or thinks, you know, stars can be, right? And in the age of, and I'm not knocking anybody's history or anything like that, because you know how the fucking internet is, the, yeah. at, at, at the time of divas and doing all this stuff, you look over at a ring of honor and you've got Sarah Del Rey, who is still to this day, I would, you know what I mean? Mount Rushmore of women's wrestling, you know, the absolute best female wrestler in the world at that time. And you could, I, I mean, I'd have put her on the top 10 back then of whoever, you know what I mean? So um, you've got her ushering in that, that era. And now she's down there coaching at the performance set at the performance center and you can see the kind of effect that she has because now every every woman wrestler they have after her is only getting better and only getting better. And you see the performances that they're putting on. And that just goes to your point that it's such an excellent time to be able to see them set these examples for future generations of women. Absolutely, 150%. And you know what? You're no, you're no slouch as well because you, much like myself, you're a big boy. But you can right. handle your business in the ring. But the coolest thing about you, and I've never really been a promo guy. I believe that if you talk the talk, you don't need, or if you walk the walk, you don't necessarily need to talk the talk. But you do both very, very well. And actually, mm-hmm. before I got here, just to, you know, just before we got on on recording, I always do my research. I go back and I rewatch things. And there's two promos of yours that I flat out absolutely 150% love. One is where you re- just resign with ROH, mm-hmm. and the backstage correspondent whose name is escaping me right now. But thank you. Wonderful young lady. She asked you, how did you and ROH come to the agreement? And you did one thing that just kind of it made me it makes me laugh every time I watch it because you snicker and you go, see, that's that's how all you guys go. How did ROH and me come to this agreement? How did how did you not know that I I just went in and I said, this is what I want. Right. And This is what you're going to give me. So I fuck ROH. I don't get get the credit right now. It's all me. It's Shane Taylor that did this. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, and this is, and and this is the thing in, in, in this sport, right? People like, just like in music for a long time, people were used to one side dictating everything, right? If you were an independent artist, the major label said, this is what goes, this is what we do. This is what you follow. And now as we've seen history and technology sort of move forward, that isn't necessarily the case. These major companies aren't holding all that power. Now, they still provide great platforms and they still do great things, but now more than ever, it is the individual that realizes their business acumen more, right? So when you have a situation in which you have a guy like myself, who for the, two, for the past two and a half, three years has been your MVP, has been putting on matches of, of the nights, matches of the year with anybody you put in front of them not stars you brought in not high caliber profile names from wherever anybody you put in front of him he was absolutely tearing it down night in night out Uh, other guys hurt 
withstanding injury, even being injured, still going out there and delivering night after night after night. At that point, when that guy tells you, look, this is what I want, it, it, that's pretty easy. That, that's a pretty easy business meeting. <laughs> Absolutely. If I'm the if I'm the guy, if I'm the executive for RH, I'm going to be like, okay, so you want this, this, and this? Um, yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Just sign this piece of paper and we'll go on about our day. We'll cut our stakes and it'll all be good. <laughs> right. And, 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 and I'm down for the details. Like, hey, well, can we do it this way or that way? All that is well and good. As long as I get what I'm asking you for. And that was my guaranteed world championship shot of my choice and the six-man championship opportunity for my guys, Khan and Moses, and agreeing to the uh, largest per-fight deal in the history of Ring of Honor. Those are what I wanted because that's what I earned. I'm not greedy. I'm not this guy that's like, oh, well, I want them. Like, no, this is what I've earned. I've proven that I can go out and perform better than your best guys for years. <laughs> So this is what I'd like. If that's what you're paying them, I want above that. Absolutely. And I think the deal was justified. I think it was fair. And I'm glad that you signed. But just out of curiosity, because I definitely want to big up ROH. It is one of my you know, favorite promotions. I got a lot of favorite promotions. I got a lot of love I show everywhere. Uh, but right now, I have to say the three strongest ones that I strive and I, I applaud consistently are ROH, Impact, and AEW. Because I think all three promotions are just doing some of the edgiest, greatest stuff right now that you can't ignore. And... Speaking of edgy and great, there is um, one person who was in Impact for a little bit, helped put somebody over, and now he's kind of showing up in ROH. And you were not shy about making your opinions known when he came out and cut, hands down, probably one of the best promos I've seen him cut in the last three years of his career. Mm -hmm. And it was a fantastic promo, and he named names. He called out everybody. He said, you know, with stars like this, this, and this. But he left one off the table. And he really shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of set up this rivalry. And I watched that promo between the two of you where you talked about everything you had to earn, how you had to grow up quick, be the man of the family, had to come up early in life, much right. like myself. I had to grow up very quickly in life. We won't right. get into personal details, but when you have stuff in front of you, you got to grow up quicker. And it doesn't Absolutely. make you less of a human being. I think it actually makes you stronger than almost anybody realizes. And it's mm -hmm. untapped potential and power that make you very dangerous. And one of your slogans, one of your many slogans, is by any means necessary. Mm. So now we know that you, and the man I'm going to speak about now is obviously EC3. We know right. that he's controlling his narrative, but you're right. by any means necessary. Right. So this is a collision course. It's going to happen. When mm. and if it happens, I'm not sure, but it's going to happen very soon, sooner than later. Mm. What is the game plan because I feel like you're, even though your your title shot is guaranteed, I feel mm -hmm. like you've got to kind of show the higher ups what Shane Taylor can really do. Like you, you've already been showing them, but now I mm -hmm. think EC3 is is a true test because that's somebody who I think can go toe to toe with you, punch for punch with you for a very long time before you put him down or he puts you down or what, however it works out. But what's the game plan when that collision course happens? Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as a fighter, I'm not going to give away my game plan because I'm sure if if he's as smart as I think he is, and I know he is, he's going to be watching tape and he's going to be looking at at interviews like this that I do to see if I slip up, which I won't. So don't think I will, EC3. But um, the game plan is going to be the same, just like with everybody else to an extent. I'm going to stand there toe to toe with you and punch you in the mouth to see how many times you want to get up. <laughs> 
And if you can continue getting up, I will continue to put you down until I break you. I mean, and that's that's pretty much how I handle everybody. Um, di- different attacking, you know, ways and, and angles and styles. You know, I, I'll keep that and play that close to the vest. But this is going to be a match of attrition when and if that does happen. Um, because, see, this, this is the thing. For years, I've been telling ROH, I'm the guy that if you need a home run, put me in the box and let me swing. But my words continue to fall on deaf ears a lot of times. And they see these other guys in these other places. They're all ripped and jacked. And everybody thinks, oh, well, he's going to be the one. Wrong. Oh, we'll bring in these guys from this country. They're going to be the one. Wrong. <laughs> and time and time again, I prove night in and night out that I am the guy. I'm the man. And if it takes me continuing to put every single one of them down before there's nobody left but me, then that's what I'll do. You know, but I, I've known EC3 for a very long time. I'm proud of him for putting in that work, going through those struggles and coming out of it knowing that sometimes in order to be successful, you kind of got to just say, fuck it and tell the truth. The only thing about that is he's now just stepping into that world and sort of figuring that out. This is the world I've lived in since I was nine years old. This is who I've been. I do nothing but tell the truth. And that's what makes people nervous about me is because I tell the truth because I tell it exactly like it is. So, you know, I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and personally, uh, I can't wait to see just how much heart he has, because uh, if he really wants to do that match, then I'll just tear it out of his chest for him. I, and, and if anybody who doesn't know Shane or doesn't know the ROH product, you can go back and check out everything he's saying, because it's 150 percent true. And that's not me kissing his ass. And I'm deeply afraid of him, because if I ever met him in person, I'd be like, you're Shane Taylor. And I don't want to I can't risk you hurting this, Shane. This is all I have. I have only this and I can't risk that. But no, mad respect, mad respect to everything that you've done and everything that you've accomplished. And to list some accolades so people understand. Uh, again, we mentioned at the top of the show, you know, former ROH TV champ, 218 day title reign, 12 mm-hmm. defenses, lost to Dragon Lee, December 2019, which is one of my two favorite matches of yours. That one for sure. And one I want to talk about a little bit later, but I'm not going to give that one away. I want to build it. I got to build it, Shane. But mm. you and Dragon Lee had a 22-minute barn burner. You can go back and watch it on ROH On Demand, on the ROH app. You can also check it out on YouTube. They have parts and sections broken up, of course. But it was hands down probably the best performance I've seen you turn in in that title reign. And, yes, it didn't go your way. But right. you, two left everything out on the table. And, I mean, this is a man who's half your size, 165 to your 315. Right. But you handled each other like you were juggernauts and giants that night. And kudos to you. Kudos to him. It was, in my opinion, it was match of the year on the ROH program. There was not a match that topped that one for me, in my opinion. Again, it's my opinion. But it's my fucking show, so my opinion is the one that matters. There it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, straight talk wrestling. Just like you're straight up, I'm straight up too, my man. I'm straight up too. Real shit. So, Dragon Lee and you, talk me about that match back in December 2019. How was, I mean, what was that match for you? That, man, and that's that's what's so disappointing is that match was everything for me, Rick, right? Like, that's that's going to be the 13th championship 
defense. And if you think about it, right, not knowing what we know on how the year played out now, I would still be Ring of Honor television champion, I mean, realistically, right now. Close you know to, what I mean? Close to 600 days, almost. Yeah. Right, which, which puts me past Jay Lethal's record, which is what I wanted, which is, you know, puts me at 13 championship defenses. I would still have to have a bit, bit more, but you're talking about then maybe unarguably the greatest world television championship run of all time. Right. And so I think about that. I think, damn, I was one night away from accomplishing my goals, one night away from accomplishing history and surpassing Jay Lethal at some point in this legacy chase. Right. So that's disappointing. But the match itself. Right. I'm absolutely proud of. Now, I will say, you know, Dragon Lee cheated with it at the chain, but we're not going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. No excuses here. You know what I mean? I know that when I find a way to outsmart my opponents and sort of get that edge, cats magically come from the back to reverse the match. But here, but here, oh no. I, apparently there was nobody watching the monitors. But hey, you know what? It is what it is, right? Uh, we went out there and had, you know, one of my favorite matches. He's also a guy that has a lot to prove. And at every single time he's out there, he wants to put on a show. And so... Uh, I, I had the perfect dance partner in that regard, and that's exactly what we did. And this is what I've been telling people for years. Like, you put me in there with guys that are on the same mission as me, and, and there's nobody touching us any yeah. any single night. There's nobody touching us. Yeah, magic happens. Absolutely, 100%. I always say that wrestling is an art form. It's a dance in the ring, much like you said, your dance partner that night, and right. you guys delivered. I mean, if it was fucking, you know, dancing with the stars, it would have been tens across the fucking board, man. You guys would have won that. You could have won that ball, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Be better than Jerry Rice. That's right. <laughs> Listen, Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice, hands down, probably. I mean, I don't watch a lot of, I'm, I'm going to kind of mark myself out here. I don't watch a lot of Dancing with the Stars, okay? But my beautiful wife does make me watch it from time to time. And I'm not going to lie, I enjoy it. I'm a little bit of a closet Disney freak. So when they do the Disney stuff, I sit there and I go, yeah, that's all right. I can deal with it. It's not It's hey. not super weird that a guy like me is watching this. But now I've I've left it out there on the internet, Shane. Straight talk wrestling, that's what we do here. We're just hey. we're straight up, baby. <laughs> While we're on the subject of wives getting us into shit, right? All right, right. So um my 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 wife is a big like food network, food challenge show person, right? So she watches that stuff and got me hooked on this show called Cutthroat Kitchen, bro. Right? So Fam. good. So good. Fam. <laughs> so <laughs> that is my shit, bro. I don't care what nobody says. Like, because I am a very competitive, vindictive, and petty person at times, that's my show, bro. Like, you go out there, be like, oh, you were talking shit? Here, cook on this playset. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and the judges don't give a damn. Judges don't care. They don't, hey, so sorry, Bodge, or luck. Shit tastes bad, you're out of here. Like, oh, it's the best show. It's the best yeah. show. It's, it's shows like that that make reality TV great again. Like, making yeah. America great again, making reality TV great again. Right, because all the, all, all the real worlds and all that shit, like, I knew, for example, like, all right, all this shit is fake, right? Like, I, come on, fam, all this extra drama, even shows like Survivor, right? I, I, I'd be like, yo, well, the camera guys aren't playing. What are they eating? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
They're eating burgers <laughs> at the craft services, bro. They get McDonald's flown in and Burger King flown in, baby. <laughs> like, stop it. You know what I mean? Uh, but with a show like that, it, it's just like, eh, sorry about your luck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're done. You just get get on. Here's your bags. I've gone ahead and I've already packed your shit for you. You got it. Get out. Get out of here. Get up out of here. So I don't want to get too political. I mean, this is going to drop in December, but something big happened last weekend. Right. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the U.S. election, uh, Joe Biden and um, newly crowned vice president, Camilla. Like they're there. They're now running the country. It's official. They got the Senate. Everything's locked up. Trump can do what he wants and say what he wants. But at the end of the day, it's over. Right. How impactful do you feel it is? Because we're talking about we were talking about women and the evolution of women. How impactful do you feel it is having a a woman of color mm-hmm. as the first vice female vice president? We're talking so she's already broken barriers by first female, but also right. now being a, a woman of color, which is absolutely fantastic. And we already right. had a fantastic president in Barack Obama. Right. Like my wife, my wife and I were big fans of Barack Obama, and we we appreciated him for who he was and how well he handled himself and how well he spoke. And you know what? For the last four years, we didn't see that. But when I saw Biden and how Biden spoke, I'm like, man, it's like it's like finally there's a fucking president again. Not some, as my daughter calls him, Cheeto man. She calls Donald <laughs> Trump Cheeto man. But, I'm not, I'm not going to get into any name calling, although that's funny. Um, <laughs> the, uh, this, this is the thing, man. Like, re, regardless of, because in, in, in today's world, too many people are arguing um their own personal beliefs about things as as opposed to facts right and then you're also talking about perspective right so let's just let's just use police brutality as the example if my life experience has told me that police are this way but your experience has told you they're a completely different way neither one of us are wrong you know what i mean but so many people are like, oh, well, no, you're wrong. It's like this. It's like, how are you going to tell me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and so going forward, you know, back on subject, it's like this it, images like this, stories like this, regardless of your politics, regardless of whether you like the individual or not, are powerful moments that can show our young women that truly you can achieve things and be anything that you want to be. Yes, there are going to be hurdles in front of you. Yes, you may have to jump over more hurdles than the person next to you. Yes, it may be harder than you ever thought it was going to be. But if you are willing to go through all of that, there is something on the other side. And I think Barack did the same thing for black males. You know what I mean? It was like, hey, yes, you are gonna, you are going to have to work two times, three times, 10 times is hard, but it is possible. And sometimes, man, sometimes all people need, they don't need the solution. They just need to know there's hope. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's exactly what Shane Taylor Promotions is all about, trying to bring it full circle. There's so many negative images and negative stereotypes that the black community especially gets fed, you know, through the media, through TV, movies, music, and they're, and they're fed this constantly, just constantly told you ain't shit, constantly told, told you're a criminal, constantly told, you know, you just speaking up for yourself and for your, your community that you're, that you're garbage, right? And 
wanting to give people, give all people, enter, entertain all people, but especially provide something positive that the black community, the black youth can look on TV and see and go, okay, that's a guy who came from where I came from, has seen the things that I've seen, experienced the things that I've experienced, and he's still doing this, and he's not a stereotype. He's not going out there and just singing and dancing and being that shagokin driver. He's not like a militant guy. He's just going on, on there, working his ass off, telling the truth, and being the best. And End of story, right? And everybody of any background, of any gender, of any orientation, of any political stance can understand coming from nothing and achieving beyond what anybody else told you that you can be. So for me, this is an American success story told through the eyes and the lens of someone that you're not used to seeing it come from. But the people who come from where I'm from, they can see it and they can draw some sort of inspiration from it. And that's what it's all about. 150%, man. I, I, I knew this interview was going to be fantastic. I just didn't enjoy how I was, I, you're exceeding my expectations with the enjoyability. <laughs> Shane, okay, you are. You really, really are. Now, the other match. My other yeah. favorite Shane Taylor match is a tag team match. It's a Ooh. no rules belt with you and Limitless Keith Lee versus uh, War Machine. I can't believe I skipped my mind. I had to look at my notes for a second. War Machine. You guys had it back in August of 2016. That's crazy. It's been four years? Yeah, over over four years now. Over four years, four years and three months. And that's right before War Machine and Keith Lee departed from ROH to go chase the NXT dream. Right. And they're both, you know, which they, having, which they all achieved, by the way. They did. They absolutely did. They did. Right. They achieved it huge. Uh, we got former tag team champions and Keith Lee is just killing it over there right now. There's nothing bad I can say about Keith Lee, except for the fact that I wish they would give his girlfriend a little bit more time than that. Stupid skit. I don't even want to get into that nonsense that's going on over there. But let me grab my charger real quick so my phone doesn't die. Give me one no second. Problem. Real quick. Get back to it. Uh, 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 uh. The magic of editing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. I will cut this all out. It's all good, brother. I hope you're having a good time, though. I'm having a great time. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. These are the interviews that I like. And people are always like, is there anything you don't want to talk about? I'm like, fam, you don't know me that well. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't ask that. I usually do ask that, but I'm like, I know. Shane's good. He's good. <laughs> we good. There, there was one guy who was like, hey, so you, you touched on your dad doing some things here and there. Did you want to talk about that? And I'm like, no, fam. No, I didn't. <laughs> why, why the fuck would I do that? Like, no. But all right. I've already listed it. I've listed what I want to do, and let's let's carry on now. Yeah, all right. right. Well, back back to what I was saying, man. Four years, four years that this match happened right before they went to chase their NXT dreams and everything they're doing over there. But this was an all-out battle, a war, and it was hands down some of the the most. I mean, these are you guys are four big boys. There's not a small dude in this match, and yet some of the shit that you guys pulled out. We're incredible. I especially love, because I'm a fan of the heel, I love the end when you're like, it's over. It's over. I promise it's over. And then shot to the gut, and then Keith Lee comes in, bam, through the table. Game over. But mm -hmm. talk to me about that match, because I know, as, as much as people want to say, oh, it's fake, it's fixed, it's rigged, you were hurting the next day. 
but I know you remember that match and that war that you guys had because it wasn't it wasn't a wrestling match. It was a fucking fight. So talk right. me through that. And that's that's exactly what it is, right? And you know, I, I I'm very blessed to have shared the ring with all three of them, especially knowing them as well as I do. You know, Ray Rowe um, is uh, it, you know my trainer, best friend, uh, godfather to my kids. Uh, you know, he he's the guy that's responsible for me wrestling, the guy that's responsible for me being an ROH in the first place, right? Um, and so a lot of that match, right, when people are like, oh, it's fake, like, you're drawing off of real emotion. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy in the crew. I want to be the guy in the company. I want to be the guy, period, right? And so does Ray. <laughs> so does Keith. You know, so does Hanson. You know what I mean? So that real competition, that that's really there. You know, as much love as you have for the guys, that's there, right? So. Um, especially walking into a place where they're already established and we're just coming in, like nobody wants to be the, the team that's not elevating the match, right? You're going to go out there and you're going to give them your absolute best uh, because you demand it of yourself and they demand it from you, right? And at that time, there were, there were a lot of people who thought that match wasn't going to be shit. They, they were overlooking us. They were going to do this, this, and that, and we weren't going to do shit. And we all and we all kind of have similar mindsets. I think I'm a bit more extreme than the rest, but we all were like, all right, you you can think we ain't about to do shit if you want to. Watch this. You know what I mean? And went out there and absolutely tore it up. And man, you talk about, you know, a, 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 a few uh, ibuprofen days the next, you know what I mean? Coming up, bro. I mean, I, I don't know how they were feeling, but I know like some of the texts that I got were like, hey, man, uh, I just woke up, and I don't know what number of trucks hit me, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but that's, you know, but that's that's the price we pay for this, and that's that's the price that we paid to compete and to showcase our, our talent and give that to the fans, uh, because this is what we love to do. Absolutely, 150%. And I, I hope that that was going to be your answer because it perfectly segues into my next question. See, look, we're flowing. We're free-flowing right here. Easy. Out of Easy. all the guys you've shared the ring with, and you've, again, you've had some impressive matches, but I only list those two as my favorites because if I were to list all my favorites, you'd have to probably be sleeping on your couch tonight because I would still be talking into the early morning. <laughs> I had to narrow it down. I had to pick the cream of the crop, if you will, kick it macho man style there for a second. But out of all the guys that you've shared the ring with and all the battles and all the wars that you've had, is there one that stands out when you look back at your career thus far and you still got a long time left in your career? When you look right. back at your career thus far, you sit there and you go, damn, you know what? That one right there, that one so far is my best body of work to date. Man, that's tough Be because there isn't just one in particular because I have a few that for different reasons rank up there. Um, like for example, both matches with Jeff Cobb, right? The initial one in Philly, nobody expected that to happen, but I, I had a chip on my shoulder that day. I had a fucking point to prove and let that point be known. And uh, Cobb was like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's go fucking do it then. And we went out there, 
and tore it up. You know, uh, I, I had been in the company for a few years already, and that led to my first ever pay-per-view match. And we're talking three, four years into the company, right? So that led to, and and right before that, I had a match with Hangman Page that was really great too. That I that I personally loved. And yep. um, so you had that match. Then you have the match in Philly with Jeff Cobb. I go to the UK, have this six have this six week tour there, and all of a sudden the buzz from the UK and the buzz from that first match hit at the same time, right? So now Shane Taylor's stock is going like this. And then we come back for the pay-per-view in Vegas, Taylor Cobb too. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, we caught people by surprise the first time. Now what, we, now what the fuck now what do you do when the eyes are on you? Now, now what do you do? Yeah. You know, you've been talking all this shit. Now let's <laughs> and do it again. And to go out there and even, and, and do even better that time was like, that's one of my favorites. Cause it's like, I told y'all motherfuckers. I told you, you know what I mean? And uh, so, so that was great. And then of course there's the match in the UK with Joe Hendry, uh, where I'm defending the, the TV t- title, you know, in York hall. And for, for, for people that can't tell, I am a person that thrives in hostile environments, right? I love being the only person in a building that thinks I'm going to do that. I'm going to do anything give me that hate please because when i knock your boy out i want to see all your faces right i want to be looking no. at you here in the loudest <laughs> bam he's out yeah that means i knocked your ass out too that's that's your boy come pick him up right so i love i love being in environments like that right so in york hall they did not disappoint fam that the uk crowds are some of the most energetic some of the most hostile and before the match even started, they're screaming, fuck you, Taylor. They're screaming all kinds of shit. And it was literally just me and my guys going, hey, y'all, this might be one This might be one of those 80s, 70s, 80s nights where we got to fight our way to the back. But if that's what we got to do, then that's what we got to do, right? So to go out there and have an absolute classic with Joe Hendry in that environment and sort of like be the MVP of that tour because I hurt my shoulder because I, I spoke of injury, right? I hurt my shoulder in that match pretty early. So to finish that match, put on the type of performance that we did, even though I was in that pain and still did the rest of the tour and had you know great matches the rest of the tour and kept that to myself because there were so many guys getting hurt. I, I, I was like, hell no, I'm not about to add to this list. They need me. I'm going to step up. And so to be able to do to do that and carry that and have that match, man, that ranks up there. And then the last one to talk about, uh, which there are more, but just for the, for the sake of time, uh, the match with band with the rematch with Bandito for the TV title, right? My yes. very first defense was like, all right, you know, people are assuming, right? I'm gonna be this transitional champion just to get the belt to him. And he's going to go off and really be a star and, and, and really do this, 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 and this. And to go out there and perform with him, who he is incredible. He's one of the best performers in the world, one of the best wrestlers, bar none, pound for pound. And to go out there and put on the show that we did, uh, for those who put stock into the words of Meltzer, he rated it the highest on, on you know, of every match on the show. So for, you know, so in my eyes, I, I succeeded both ways in the ways I, I see it and the ways that other people measure it. 
I'm still the fucking man. You know what I mean? So um, all those matches all, all hold a, a special place for me because um, they were my chance to say, I told you so. You know, I told you so. I told you I could do this shit. And every single time you put the task in front of me to do so, I come out on top. And now you see how hard it was for me to get two because a lot of those matches were on my list. You're like, you're mentioning, I'm like, oh yeah, Cobb, one and two. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, Bandito. Oh yeah. And I'm sitting here, like last night, I was up till midnight going, fuck, I only want to pick two, but there's so, there's ridiculous amounts of shit here. And that's a credit to you though. That's a credit to what you've been saying. And I love, that's one of the reasons that I, I respect you and what you do in the, in the ring, because anybody that goes into that ring and, and does what you guys do. People need to realize how hard it is. And I respect every individual that gives me the time on my show. And um, there's just so much on the line every time you step in the ring. And when you can have all those great dance partners that you had, it makes it 10 times easier for fluidity and storytelling to come through. And a lot of those stories you told were exhausting. And I'm sure after a lot of those stories, there was a lot of ibuprofen days. Hey man, you know I mean I've 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 been blessed to to have minor injuries right. throughout the sport, but uh, you know throughout throughout my 13 years, but there's a lot of days where I'm sitting there going, oh yeah, whatever I was planning to do today, nah fam, like you know what I mean? <laughs> like thank God for You just watched like 24 episodes of Cutthroat Kitchen, my day. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Canceling it. You know what I mean? We we gonna <laughs> sit sit here. We are gonna ice up. We're going to get right, you know what I'm saying, and enjoy this TV today, you know. Uh, but, yeah, like, but that's, again, this is what I love to do. And a lot of people, you know, they they get upset because of the way I talk and, and, and the confidence and the arrogance. Call it whatever you want. But, again, I've, I've told people, look, I'm on borrowed time, right? I'm already, you know, you're already born with, with, with two strikes and – I'm, I, I have this platform and I'm performing the way that I am. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. If, if, if I fail, tell me if, if I don't, you know, do exactly what I say that I'm going to do, tell me, but as long as I'm performing the way that I am and doing exactly what I said, I'm going to do nothing you could do about it. Fam. You got to hold that L. And, and, and to be politely, actually, you were polite. I'll be not so polite. Just shut the fuck up and let me do my business. Let me do my work. I mean, basically, you know That's what I mean? It. So two more questions. And I think we'll wrap it up. But okay. um, with looking, I'm always a long-term kind of guy. So mm -hmm. I know right in front of you right now, coming sooner than later is EC3. But let's mm -hmm. look past EC3. Let's right. look to the contract that you signed with ROH. Mm -hmm. When are you going to call your shot? And say, now you don't have to tell me against who. You don't have to tell me if it's a current champ or if you want to wait a little bit. doesn't matter. But when do you feel like the time will be right? Because it's kind of like you got a money in the bank kind of contract right now. You can call your shot anytime. So when does Shane Taylor – put it this way. 2020 is almost coming to an end, and let's let's get this year over with and get it done. And let's, let's get into some hopefully better news next year to get this right. COVID stuff under control. Right. But is 2021 the year that Shane Taylor – Taylor calls his shot? I mean, possibly. You know what I mean? So the the deal that I signed is a multi-year deal, you know, and, and, and it's got some options there. But, you know, I'm I am someone who likes to be calculated. Everything that I do, everything that I say, nothing is haphazard. Everything is planned. Everything's coordinated. It's calculated risk, right? So 
for me, I know that especially being being me, my chances for that world championship are going to be limited. <laughs> Not everybody wants me to be world champion. I, I piss a lot of people off. I scare a lot of people. You know what I mean? But so my chances of, of getting there are going to be limited. So I want to make sure with the guarantee that I have, I maximize it, right? So, um, yeah, to to your point, I kind of have an edge in that in that area. So I'm gonna wait and see. Twenty, what? I mean, more than likely, it'll be next. It'll be next year. Um, I don't want to wait too long, but gonna game plan with my guys and see when we feel like the time is right. And who knows? It may be a spur of the moment thing. You know what I mean? I I I may see an opportunity that I didn't know was going to be there and have to cash on it. You know what I mean? You never know. Uh, but we're going to take our time and see. There's there's a lot of things still developing in, in, in this time. A lot of things are in flux, per se. You know what I mean? So we're going to wait and, and, and be patient. But uh, I, I think it will all pay off. Well, don't wait too long, okay? Because I've got a lot of popcorn that I like to eat when I watch ROH. And if you don't do what I need you to do, then I can't watch. I can eat my popcorn, Jane, okay? I need to eat my right. popcorn and watch a show. Got you. Got All you. All right, perfect. Perfect. And my final, well, actually, one, th one thing to say before my final question is, right. as, you, as you know now that, you know, you're on the show, we fam, we've called each other fan this whole episode, you are officially now a member of the Straight Talk family. Anytime you want to come back on the show, you are more than welcomed. I follow you across all social media platforms. So I hope after this interview, when you see how fantastic I am and this moneymaker here that you can't hurt because I need this, Shane. Okay, I need this. But hopefully you'll return the favor, follow me back. And when you do cash in and you do win that title, you make a guarantee now that you will come back on the show. Listen, the, the next day after I cash in that championship match, whenever that is, call me. We'll set it up. And 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 this will be the first stop uh, on on my I told you fucking so tour. Well, you, yeah, it, that'll be the title of the tour. But I'm right there with you that I also told everyone to pay the fucking hey, attention. So. 100%. That, that, that's just the name of the tour, you know. <laughs> I fucking told you so tour. You know, what I mean, starts right then, and we're just gonna go around everywhere. That's a great piece of merchandise, though. The I fucking told you so tour, you know, 2025. <laughs> <laughs> it stops here, here, and here. It's great, dude. It's great. First stop, Baltimore, Maryland. You know what I mean? Back. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And my final question, because this is going to drop in December-ish. So mm -hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. It's going to be near the tail end of the year and stuff like that. And, of course, I'll tag you in all the promotions when I drop the episode leading up to the release. So you know it's coming as well. Right. But what? What would a man like yourself, who now has so much and has accomplished so much, there's a lot of boxes that have been checked. There's a few more still to check, but a lot still to check. What does Shane Taylor want for Christmas? Do you want the complete, you know, complete box set of Cutthroat Kitchen? Or is there something else that you kind of got your eyes on? Uh, honestly, man, like for me, um, being being 34 and 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 kind of living life the way I have, I'm I'm good on a lot of shit like material wise shit like the shit that I want now is the ability to take what I have and somehow transfer that to other people right I want the ability to make sure that 
my daughters will never have to work for anybody else a day in their life. Like that's, that's what, that's what my goals are. That's what I want to do now. Uh, th those gifts like that are, tr are, are, are what I'm trying to give out. Um, I want, uh, to be able to grow Shane Taylor promotions, to be able to give as many people uh, streams of income and give them uh, the, the, the tools to uh, make, make themselves, you know, their own spot, no matter if they're in a company or they're on the indies, right? Like I want them to be able to be financially secure to where if they never work for a major company, so what? They'll be fine. Their families will be fine. Uh, th those are the things that I want to be able to do and, and create. Those are the gifts th that I want. I'm man, like, like I said, I'm already on borrowed time. I've already been, been given more than I've deserved. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good there. Um, and then personally, like career wise, uh, I want to be able to compete in Japan, uh, and, and, and knock off a few more places on my list, Australia, you know, um, a buddy of mine was in China too. That looked dope. I was like, I, I, I want to be able to, you know, just experience these places. Uh, but other than that, man, it's, it, it's all about figuring out how to build my legacy now and, and how to, uh, be, be able to take what I've done and somehow, some way, try a way to improve, you know, this world we're in. That's a fantastic answer from a fantastic human being. Again, Shane Taylor, ROH, thank you so much for being on the show. And anybody who's stupid enough to not be paying attention to you, where can they find you on this wonderful world of social media? If if you're just now coming out from under your rock, welcome. Uh, you can uh, check you can check me out at Facebook.com/slash Notorious Shane Taylor. Twitter and Instagram at Shane216Taylor. And obviously times are real tight right now, but if you have it and you are in the merch buying mood, head on over to ROHWrestling.com. Check out the pro shop. Plenty of great merchandise there. And as always, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor, all lowercase. Plenty of great Shane Taylor and Shane Taylor Promotions merchandise there as well. Also, special shout out to SOS, Soldiers of Savagery, Khan and Moses, their brand new uh, shirt is in the ROH Pro Shop right now as well. So go check that out. Go support them. And as all, always, Shane Taylor Promotions is the company, is the movement for the people. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, guys, you know my socials, but just because I'm a glutton for self-promotion, and I can, Straight Talk Wrestling on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and on Twitter, underscore at Straight Talk. So you guys know, and of course, you want to follow me because after this episode drops, You'll only find out what next week's guest is because I list it on the socials. If Shane wants to know, because now Shane and I are family, I'll tell Shane. But nobody else will know. Only Shane will know. And maybe we'll yes. Or else. Maybe we'll, yes. We'll put it off there. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, you go enjoy the rest of your evening, man. Thank you so much for being on Straight Talk Wrestling today. And have a safe and happy Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And from one girl dad to another, stay blessed. You too, man. All right. Take care, my friend. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. It's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease of financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, 
give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh.